You're listening to Gearing Up, an everyday carry podcast, a show that's made for the community, featuring interviews with makers, creators, and members of the community, and discussions on current trends in the industry. Follow along as we talk about life, gear, hobbies, and more. And be sure to stay tuned for new episodes every week. to gearing up today i'm joined uh by my friend uh a creator a maker in the everyday carry space someone that i'm very very excited to feature taylor how are you man how are you doing i'm doing great man it's it's good to be here it's uh it's uh, been a long time since uh i kind yeah. of took almost almost two year break off of the EDC world and it feels good to be back finally it's crazy. Yeah. So, you know, and I, I, in preparation for this, I was, I was typing up some notes and I was going through and I was thinking like, man, how much time did he take off? And it was funny because I was scrolling through your Instagram and there was a post where you were like, you know, Hey, I've been gone for a minute. And that was even before, uh, this most, you know, this most recent gap. So I, we'll, we'll yeah. get to that. I, you know, I, I, I want to talk about kind of your, your path, um, in, yeah. in the community and in the space, but, before we jump into that, for those that don't know, Taylor is the T in TRA Designs. Um, you you are, I, I would say, a staple in the community, somebody that I've been following for a very, very long time. And so um, what I wanted to do to start this off is, is for TRA Designs, just for those that don't know what it is, don't know who you are, you know, give me like a, an elevator pitch of, of you and, and the, the company and what you do and all that stuff. Perfect. Um, so like Greg said, I'm, I'm, I'm the T in TRA design. So this all began about 2014, if I remember right. Um, I started kind of collecting what, what really got me into it was key bar, um, is where I started kind of collecting the EDC stuff. And I thought I'm going to make something. Um, so I was actually working with Ryan and Andrew, uh, they, they own Tomahawk shades. Um, so that's where the TRA comes from, Taylor, Ryan and Andrew. Well, um, we kind of discussed what would be cool. I came up with the idea of a chameleon. I started drawing it out. I started doing the CAD design. I sent it off to get the prototypes cut, and they got too busy. Um, at that point, the name was kind of already there, so I kept it. Uh, but kind of my staple piece is Chugger the Chameleon. So he's a he's a bottle opener. Um, opens bottles with the mouth for most of them. The tail was initially you know intended to be a nuck, um, but as I've yeah morphed into my 2.0 the tail now opens twist top bottles they're fully cnc machined uh, as far as the 2.0s go i've also had knives done Um, i make uh, pry bars i do a lot of anodizing that's kind of been been a big thing that's gotten me back into this here after my long break with the anodizing doing my splash anode which people just seem to love i've got a a run sitting on my bench over here with about 40 pieces i'm actually going to start tonight um, so that's kind of been, been the big thing. And, and really what got me into anodizing is I, I reached out to somebody, uh, not to mention any names that anodized. Sure. So this, this would have been probably 2016. Um, that was about the time I started and I was looking at getting a, a set of knife scales done. So he was going to uh-huh. take, take the knife. He was going to anodize the scales. He was going to sharpen it and send it back to me. And I got a quote for $160. Okay. 
<laughs> and I said, yeah, no, I can buy my own power supply for 200 bucks and, and get going and start go. figuring this out on my own. So yeah. that's really when I started anodizing. Um, so I do a lot of anode now. And, and usually when people contact me about doing anodizing for a set of knife scales or something like that, my price range is normally 15 to $30 for a set. Yeah. You know, even for my splash, which is very time consuming. But if I'm doing a big group, that makes it easy. Um, yeah, and people, for sure. And people are always like, man, why are your prices so low? And I tell them that story. Like, I don't ever want to be that person that charges above just because, you know, maybe my splash is known for this. So I'm going to start charging $70 cast the yeah. splash. That's not me. I don't, I don't do this for the money. Um, I do it for the community. This EDC community yeah. is, they've come together in some huge ways. I've done some awesome good cause auctions, some raffles and things like that, where um, we've helped out orphanages in Haiti. We've helped out uh, friends that are adopting. We've helped out friends that have lost family. And, and that's really what it's all about for me. Sure. A little extra money on the side helps with, uh, especially with everything going on now and us in the middle of an adoption ourselves, yeah. um, all that extra helps, but it's a, uh, it's definitely not the reason I got into it. I got into it for the people and for the community and, and I absolutely love it. Yeah. I, th- I think that that's, you know, I feel like that's pretty pretty common. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely mm-hmm. some people that I I know of that, you know, try to try. Uh, they want to make it a side hustle or they want to make it a main gig. But yeah. yeah, I will say in in my experience and working with you and and knowing you for the last couple of years, that's that's definitely been your mo. It's just been to to do it for the love of it and do it for for the folks in the community. And and you know, truth be told, I started I started tinkering around in the garage just for that same reason. You know, yep. I. If I, if I, if I'm confident enough to work with my hands, I can, I can do it. There's enough, there's enough, uh, resources and tutorials out there that, you know, you're, you, you can walk yourself through a lot of this stuff. Now, you know, that, that's not to take away from the folks that, that, uh, no, not at all, you know, master some of these crafts, but yeah, I mean, you know, what I love is, is your story comes from just a, we just, we, we wanted to do something cool. We went forward with it and then I wanted to figure out, you know, Hey, how to anodize. And now you've not only taken and learned, but also kind of crafted your, your like your signature finish, you know, like that's mm-hmm. to me, that's super cool. So. And it's definitely not for that. everybody. It's super bright, <laughs> which I love. Right. You know, I right, love the super right. bright colors and things like that. If I'm carrying something, I want it to be unique and I yeah. want it to be, be your own. And that's what the awesome thing is with splash is every single piece is unique. Cause I'm just oh, randomly. Sure randomly splattering nail polish on there to to stop the edge on, or stop yeah. the anodizing on those colors so it's a it's a fun process so so you mentioned this a little bit just then but i want to take a, a an even further step back i love letting people get to know the folks behind you know these brands and these companies and stuff and so you know you one thing that i i admire about you and i i think we relate is you're a big family guy um mm-hmm. You've got some kids. You've got. You mentioned you guys are in the middle of adopting. So, tell me a little bit about you before TRA Designs. Like, what you know? I, I, yeah. I and see, I'm asking all these questions. I know most of these answers because we've talked before. But <laughs> yeah. I want people to know, you know. So, so yep. tell me a little bit about you before Everyday Carry and, and TRA Designs. Yeah, definitely. So, I was actually um, I was born and raised in in Alaska, um, of all places, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, we love it. We were just there last week, my wife and and my family. Um, went there. Um, so I, I grew up there, born and raised there, um, yeah. moved out in uh, 2003. I joined the military. I joined the Air Force, um, spent five years active duty Air Force, um, got to live in Germany for three years. I mean, how how amazing is that? We, right. we loved it. Got, got to travel. I think we've been to close to 30 countries. Um, my wow. wife and I each, she's been to a couple I didn't get to go to. I went to a couple, you know, the fun ones like Iraq and sure. <laughs> the one she didn't right. get to go to where it's 120 right. degrees when you step off the plane. But uh, oh, so we moved. 
I got out of the military in 2008 and moved back to Alaska and, and immediately started in the oil field there. Um, so um, this whole time that we had been uh, in the military, my wife and I had been trying to have kids. Uh, yeah. No luck. You know, we, we I don't know how to shoot. I don't even know how many miscarriages we've been through. Um, probably close to a dozen. Um, and we saw our, it's actually an old family friend that was a doctor um, in Alaska. Uh, and he, uh, we went through three rounds of in vitro with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he actually, which is pretty amazing. He actually comped our third round with everything going wow. on. He, he wasn't, they weren't sure what was going, going on with it. Um, you know, they, they do everything. They fertilize the eggs and they would just fall apart. So they, they weren't really sure what was going on. So he, he said, this round's on me. We're going to do it. And, you know, at this time I'm, just fresh out of the military, not making much. I'm working in the oil field in Alaska as a roustabout. Um, yeah. So that was, a, that was amazing. And, and that's the one that stuck. So yeah. uh, my daughter, my daughter, Miley, she's 10 years old now. So she is our, our first child um, born through in vitro. Um, through that process, we had a couple of frozen eggs. So we tried to put those back in and again, failed. So we were just okay. Yeah. Hey, this We're only going to ever have one kid. We're okay with that. Yeah. Um, kind of stress was off. <laughs> and then immediately we have our first son and, and that's my son, Andrew. He, he just turned eight about a month ago. Um, Man. amazing, huge heart, just a great kid. Um, and then two years later we decided, Hey, we're going to try again. Very first time we try, boom, there's our second son, um, Easton and, and he's six years old. So I've got Easton who's six, Andrew who's eight and Miley who's 10. So I've got three amazing children. Um, so we are living in Alaska at the time after having my second child, Andrew, um, when he was six months old, you know, I, I worked for a company named Marathon Petroleum. Um, so big, uh-huh. big petroleum, big pipeline company. Um, yeah. In uh, so this would have been in 2010. No, sorry, 2012. Six months after my son was born, they announced that they're selling everything in Alaska. So wow. <laughs> here we go. So I got a six-month-old, I got a two-year-old, and we're moving to Illinois a place where I have never been in my life. Um, <laughs> right. So I, I, I used to come down for training to Ohio quite a bit. So mm-hmm. I was come down one trip and they said, Hey, why don't you drive over to Illinois and see if it's somewhere you'd be interested in, in moving. There's a position open yeah. there um, with everything going on. We want to offer you that position. And, and I went over there and, and there was just so many things that fell into place where it was just right. That was the right yeah. time. That was the right opportunity moving away from it. All my family's in Alaska. So moving away from my family, my family to move, most of the way across the United States to somewhere we've never been um, was kind of scary, but uh, we did with six months old in tow and, and we moved into the Robinson. We were there for six years. We fell in love with the place. Absolutely loved it. Um, I could do without some of the, uh, some of the Illinois stuff, but uh, <laughs> overall we, we love that community. Um, yeah. Just a great community. Um, fell in love with the church there, um, became connected with the youth and things like that. So we worked a lot with our, with our youth group there. We're, both small group leaders, my wife and I. So got really close with the church there. And that's where my, my third son was born or my third child was born. Uh, my son Easton was born in, uh, in Illinois. Um, so we were there, there for six years and I had the opportunity to take another job at our headquarters here in Finley, Ohio. Um, so this was just about 18 months ago. So we, we packed up and moved. Yep. Now we're here in, uh, Finley, Ohio. And, and, and same thing. We, you know, we're going to fit in wherever we're at. We love it. Um, yeah. found a good church community, made a good group of friends. We're in a great neighborhood. So we've been getting together through all this COVID stuff, doing some social distancing, uh, cul-de-sac parties. Yeah. We, we live at the end of a cul-de-sac. So we all six, six feet apart and hang out Shoot, and have a few brews. And we, uh, see yesterday morning we cooked breakfast. So we had four families out there sitting social yeah. distance and eating breakfast together. So it's, it's been Man. a really cool, 
really cool opportunity. Um, I, I do love my job. I, I work in our regulatory group now. I deal with it's, it sounds really boring, but it's called operator qualification. So um, <laughs> government says you have to be qualified to perform certain tasks on a pipeline yeah. um, due to their safety sensitivity and things like that. Um, so I run that whole program for Marathon Petroleum. Uh, we have, I think we have about 40,000 employees. Um, I only have about, well, with our current Endeavor transition, I think I have about 4,000 employees in my um, operator qualification program wow. that I manage. So it's a kind of a cool process. I, I really just keep the process running and make changes as needed. Um, look at look at what's going on in the industry, where we need to make changes, where we need to, you know, maybe accept a little risk and and allow allow people to do a little more work, things like that. Yeah. So it's kind of a cool job. I have my, you know, I was a mechanic for eight years for the pipeline. So I have that experience coming into this. Um, so it's, that's been helpful, you know, and I've been OQ'd as a, as a marathon employee and I was OQ'd as a contractor, you know, prior to working for marathon. So really, I feel like my background set me up for this, but it's, uh, yeah. it's been a long journey, but shoot, we've been here 18 months. It doesn't feel like it's been that long. Um, we absolutely love it. Um, kids are, kids are thriving here. Unfortunately, all this crazy COVID stuff going on right now is kind of throwing yeah. a wrench into things, but it, uh, it definitely changes things, right? Yeah. Yeah, it does. So we're, we're currently trying to figure out the homeschool versus, uh, sending the kids to school thing right now, whether my wife's going to try to manage homeschooling three, three children God in three different her. grades. God Ooh. bless her. If she does, I don't think I, I can you know, do listen, it. <laughs> we, you know, and I'll say we, we, we had to make the decision and we're, you know, we're down in South Texas where Texas mm-hmm. initially wasn't getting hammered very hard. And now it's, it's, yep. it's really kind of starting to, to pick up down here. Um, and so our son, my wife was having a hard time this morning cause our son was supposed to start, you know, it's, it's like pre-K yeah. there's a, a Christian school down there and, and he was going to go a couple days a week. And that's always exciting for him to, to try new things. And, you know, we made the decision that yeah, we'll, we'll wait a, a, another year or, uh, they've got some stuff starting in the spring that that's uh, a possibility. So we'll see, but you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely been crazy, but man, it sounds like you guys are, you know, you went in head first and, and just have, have really found your groove. So we that's, did. that's you, awesome if, to hear. Yeah. If you would have told me 10 years ago that we were going to live in Illinois and in Ohio, I would have called you crazy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Not in my wheelhouse at all. I plan to move back to Alaska and stay there and yeah. Apparently, uh, ghost show you can't plan. It's just uh, yeah, it's no, gonna work for out sure. how it works out. And you just got to kind of roll with the punches and, and make it work. So, so what do what do you know? Whether it was the the neighbors in Illinois or the folks that you guys are are living near now, like what <laughs> since you guys have kind of started to to spend time together, do they know about your your side hustle? Do they what are they what do, what do you tell them <laughs> about everyday yeah, carry and chugger the chameleon? So since so. About three years ago, I got my first 3D printer, which um, I bought a Prusa, and I, love, I absolutely I love, love it. I love that thing. Yes. So I started printing all kinds of 3D printed bottle openers. I hand them out to my neighbors left and right. Um, yeah. And they love them. I mean, that, so they've kind of gotten into it a little bit there. But I've gotten a lot of my friends that normally would not have been into any of this stuff. You know, they'd, they'd be more into the $50 knives. And they're not knocking anything with a $50 knife. But sure. That's, you, you get your use out of it. That's absolutely great. Um, yeah. But in a collector's market, you know, I've got friends that are now doing that. They're buying the titanium pens and titanium flashlights and having me anodize them for them and wanting me to make knives for them. Chugger the gateway. Chugger the gateway chameleon. It's it's got, I think I've gotten a lot of people into it just from that, which is kind of crazy. And really, I mean, you look at my design from when I started 
it really hasn't changed much. No, you know, I've gone, no, gotten hasn't. a little bit bigger, but I've, I've had that staple. So when I took those two years off, I was a little worried that uh, it was just going to be dead. You know what I mean? And yeah. shoot, I came back and people apparently still like me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I've that, for most of two years. <laughs> so that's, you know, and, and of course, one of, you know, one of the things I wanted to touch on is that, that kind of gap, that absence, but you know, mm. and everything you just explained with your job, I mean, it makes total sense why, um, you, you kind of shifted some focus and I know, mm. you know, like I said, family's super important to you. I know that. So completely understandable, but you did not miss a beat. Um, <laughs> you, you come back, you make a drop and now everything's selling out like crazy. You're doing pre-orders and they're going. So it, it's, it blows my mind, but it, it just goes to show you that, that a good design, can go a really long way. And, and again, yeah. something that is so unique, like the chameleon, like that, that's something that you don't have to be an everyday carry person or fan to, to think, Oh, Hey, that, that actually does look kind of cool and it's pocketable mm-hmm. or it's something I can throw on a key ring or something. Yeah. So, so you, you know, that design resonates with more than just the, the gearheads that you and I talk to a lot. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. I agree. And that's where I think my mini comes in and those sell really well. And that's, you know, you throw it on a keychain. You kind of forget about it for a while, maybe. For most of my people that don't don't normally collect that stuff, you kind of forget about it for a little bit. And like, oh wait, I have a bottle opener. It's on the keychain. Um, yeah. So, so I think that's been really good for those people that aren't really big into collecting things that just want to have something kind of cool to show people every now and then. I and really word of mouth is where I get you know most of my business. It's all you know Instagram is my my main staple, um, but just other people talking to others and I get a lot of people, de- you know, messaging me saying, Hey, this guy told me you did this for him. You analyze this for him. Would you be interested in doing it for me? And that's, that's where a lot of my work comes from besides my actual drops, you know, of my different material yeah. chuggers. So. Yeah. Um, you know, and speaking of different materials, so one of the things that I wanted to bug you about is, is really, you know, you've got the chugger, you've got the, the V2s. Um, and mm-hmm. lately you've been doing a bunch of Anna work. I mean, what's, What's on the horizon right now that you're that you're working on that you want to share? I mean, anything exciting coming up, or really so just not kind a of, lot of still finding that groove? Uh, getting <laughs> yeah, not a it. lot of new designs. I do have a couple of new designs I'm kind of working on. Um, one of them, so it kind of looks like a rocket. It's actually a two piece bottle yeah. opener. I was hoping to hook it with magnets, but I think it's going to actually be a screw. So I, you know, the fins will face 180 mm-hmm. out, so it'll actually kind of look 3D. Um, I had been working on it with some people a while back. And kind of got put on the back burner. I 3D printed a few just to see how they'll do. Um, but mm-hmm. I want to I want to get uh, a prototype of that cut. Um, I do have some my uh, mega mega bottle breachers, the MBB, the big pry bar. Yeah, um, I have some of those that are being cut right now um, through Spectrum Energetics, awesome water jet company, um, and CNC company out of Pennsylvania. Um, that's kind of who I very first began getting everything cut by is Spectrum Energetics. They've been great to work with. Um, so I have some of those coming. I don't know when. <laughs> I actually need to message them because I think I'm right. a I'm a couple weeks out. I've got some brass 2.0s coming. I, I haven't done any 2.0s kind of since my uh, return after a couple of years. I've kind of stuck with the OGs and the minis. Um, so I do have some some of those coming as well. And that's EDC machining is the one that's cutting those. And I, he's just blown up and he is so busy. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm working with him to figure out when that run's going to be complete. Um, I know we're we're pretty far behind on that one right now, but he's just he's been pretty swamped. And I told him, hey, it's no big no big rush. Um, yeah. I'll get him when I get him. So it's uh, those are coming. Um, I'm really trying to figure out my 3D printer right now, and that's been the <laughs> that's been my yeah. biggest and most frustrating thing right now is I'm I'm switching to a really small nozzle size so I can get more detail um, uh-huh. for these the skeleton 3D printed 
uh, chameleon so I can get the small bones and things like that on it. And that's, that's uh, been what I've been fighting right and left. I'm hoping that I got some parts coming in today and I can get it back up and running and, and print some runs. Cause I, I only got to do um, two full runs of those and they sold yeah. out um, in a, the first one sold out in two minutes. And I think the second one sold out in seven minutes um, on my site. So I'd like to yeah. get some more of them going. I know people love them and they're a cheap option to get into EDC items with a 3d printed. I always tell people, I don't recommend a 3d printed for extended used to beat on there it's plastic you know you got to think right. of it that way it'll open a bottle great the mouth will um eventually that mouth's going to chip out because mm-hmm. you're putting metal on plastic it's going to do it the tail for twist top bottles should work forever i mean they're, they're yeah. uh they'll, they'll hold up i'm printing them in, in uh, petg and abs which are two of the better materials we printing printing them in i'm mm-hmm. not printing anything in pla um anymore so it's uh only those two materials abs is the best but it's a lot harder to print so I'm uh, hoping to have in the next few weeks a couple runs of those and some some awesome yeah. new colors because I think I've only done two colorways and I've had a lot of people asking for a glow and for green and and I ordered oh, some man. blue and red that's coming in yes. as well. So hopefully that'll all be in today and I'll try to get my uh, new nozzle on and get my printer back up and running and print some millions this week. That, so that'll be hey, fun. You- you are you've got a, a deadly combination of of being skilled in CAD and. Uh, having a 3d printer because i think that that's where a lot of these guys like you know there's there's tons of people that are in the hobby that that mm-hmm. maybe have an idea or or, or really want to see something come to life and you have kind of gotten the tools to make that happen and, and print prototypes yeah. and tweak things and you know you get on thingiverse and spend a whole day on there finding <laughs> oh, it's amazing. and yeah. um so yeah i mean and you were one of the first folks that i knew about that had a 3d printer and so I mean, it's, it's, it is cool to see some of those designs, like you said, come to a more affordable, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, footprint and, and, and still have the design aesthetics, the functionality, the, the, the cool factor, whatever you want to call it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's cool to see that excites me to know that you're, you're putting some, some extra time and effort into that because yeah, those, those, uh, those printed ones have been extremely cool to see. I have a couple of the mini ones somewhere. Yeah. Uh, and I, I did a run. Shoot, it's probably been two years. You know, it's before my break. I did a run where I actually embedded neodymium magnets inside, so you can mm-hmm. stick it on your fridge as yep. a you know as a magnet and pull it off yes. and open bottles with it. Um, that is coming back. <laughs> I've got to get back into that. the uh, The magnets aren't super cheap, so um, I need to just get that back down and and, and get those printed again because people love those. It even had a pull tab slot on the head when I did yeah. that one. Um, so I need to get back to to printing those and and getting those going. So. I'm, I'm really hoping to, and I am by no means a master in CAD. <laughs> I do a lot of tracing and extruding and I'm, I'm figuring it out. Um, there's, I'm barely, barely scratching the surface. I use fusion 360 and it's, I'm using probably one, 100, one, one hundredth of what that software can do. And it's uh but it's fun. Like I said, you know, I've done some stuff for, uh, for some other makers that they'll send me a design and, and I'll kind of draw, they'll send me just a hand drawing and I'll put it into CAD yeah. and I'll, extrude it and make it work i did one for rabid weasels that this is a little weasel that stands up and when he yeah. first started doing that opener so i sent him a few of those i 3d printed some for him helped him get it into cad and now he's having them cut out of metal so yeah. i am i love doing that um if, you know if people want me to do their designs that, that's something i enjoy because you're making something from nothing you know you're taking a, a drawing and, and then you have a usable prototype in hand which is just so cool yeah <laughs> and that's really what got me into 3d printing i we did a tour of a, a facility there. I lived in Robinson, Illinois, and it's a tiny town. There's about 4,000 people. Um, mm-hmm. 
And outside of Robinson, there is a, a shop out there, and I'm going to draw a blank on their name, but they make uh, drones for the military. I mean, just okay. a cool business. You know, they make them start to finish. They, they, they make their own carbon fiber. They do everything. So wow. comes in, they just start with materials and out, out of their factory goes a usable drone. It's one of those that they launch with like catap- like the uh, trailers. They put them on a trailer and actually launch them that way. Um, yeah, pretty yeah. cool stuff. But one of the guys that was working in there, so they actually have their own big industrial 3D printers they do stuff with. Ooh. One of the guys in there had a Prusa and he showed me his, it was like one of Prusa's regular files. It's a dragon. Um, he showed that to me. I'm like, man, I want to make one of those. And it, about six months later, I got the same, well, almost the same printer he was. It was the next version came out and I bought that. And mm-hmm. shoot, since then, I I don't remember how many hours it said I had on my printer, um, around 4,000 hours of print time. <sighs> On my printer before I did my last upgrade, which wiped everything because it's all new software um, yeah. with the new Auden and everything. So now I don't know where I was at, but it doesn't really matter. It's just cool that really with minimal upkeep until recently with me trying to make changes, mm-hmm. I was able to print that many hours on a thousand dollar machine. Um, yeah, you can get. I mean, you can get printers today for two hundred dollars. Um, yeah, I considered it. The Ender Three from Creality is a great. People love it, and it's you can get for like 179. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how more people aren't 3D printing. I think 3D printing in homes is going to become a staple in the next 10 years. Yeah. Um, I think a lot more people are going to be doing it. So when you need, you need a drawer handle, you need something like that. You can just print it out and, and 3D printing metal is going to become a lot bigger too. Um, there's a lot of issues with that right now, but I think as that technology increases, you'll be able to do a lot yeah. more in home with a 3D printer. Uh, it just, just seeing, seeing them in action and seeing, you know, I, um, I've ordered, you know, I've, I've had you print me a couple of things. Mm -hmm. I've, I've ordered some stuff online and man, it always, it's, you know, and to think that, that like niche product that like nobody really needs, but you kind of (laughs) need like to be able to, to, to to be able to do things like that, you know, on a larger scale is, is really cool, I think. And, and, you know, to your point, yeah, I mean, we, we, you know, I know you've said like the chugger and the, the V2 and all that stuff. There's, there's not been a, a ton of change, but mm-hmm. the thing is, is if you wanted to make change, if you wanted to try something different, I mean, it, and, and whether it's a completely new design or just some tweaks, you've got the tools in house to make those tweaks, exactly. print out a proto and you've got it in hand and you can, you know, and, and, cause for me, I'm a, I'm a hands-on kind of person when it comes to like design and aesthetics and feel like I can, you can send me pictures and mock-ups and all that stuff and I, I get it, but then yep. when I have it in hand, obviously it's a little different. And so, you know, obviously the, the 3d printer helps with that kind of stuff. Exactly. And I print a lot of stuff that's just useless, <laughs> but it's fun. <laughs> I print stuff for my kids, they break it, you know, different things like that. Um, I think yeah. the coolest thing I've printed so far, I've got that master chief helmet that I've slowly been working on for the last last few years i haven't really done anything with it for the 150 for hour print job yeah 150 mm-hmm. hours it's like 32 pieces um so so then you have to glue them all together and then you're bondoing and you're cleaning and so i'm in that process right now of bondoing and sanding and eventually i'll get back to it it's just not a priority with everything sure. else going on in my life right now but it's a fun hobby i mean you can put as much time in it as you want to or you can put you know, you could put no time into it. You hit print, you walk away, you come back 12 hours later and you got stuff sitting on the print bed. You know, you yeah. go on a thingiverse.com and there's tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of files that are free to print. There's, you can, about anything you can think of is on there. You can, oh, you yeah. can print yourself. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, that's, you don't have to design your own stuff, but that's where, 
that's the part of it I love. It's designing my own stuff, printing my own things. So I actually plan after I get my printer back together, I plan to print some of my even my pry bars just to have a printed version since I have a hard time holding on to anything. So <laughs> I've sold right. all of my pry bars. I don't even have my own pry bars. I don't have any of my own exotic material chameleons. Funny. I, I don't hardly hold on to anything. The only thing I really have, I've got an OG stainless and copper that Evil Eyes um, did the dinosaur mm-hmm. bones on for me. And then yeah. I've got my prototype 2.0. And those are the only three chameleons I currently have. <laughs> which you I've know, done and, and I, I guess, 30 materials. So, <laughs> well, and I guess as a maker, like, I mean, do yeah. you need to keep one? Do you need to be sentimentally attached to, no. to one? Specific? No. You I'm can not. just make another one if you needed to. Exactly. Um, they're, they're things. And that's, <clears throat> that's what this all comes down to. They're things. Um, I love them. I, it's great. It's an awesome hobby. I love collecting, but when it all comes down to it, does any of it really, you know, you can't take any of it with you. So does it all right. really matter that much? I love it. I mean, I collect knives. I collect all that stuff, and and it's a blast. But it's a hobby. You know, it's it's not yeah. my life. Um, it's a uh, it's just something fun to do, and I enjoy it. Yeah. And so you've done, you know, the chugger. You mentioned the MBB. Uh, mm-hmm. My personal favorite, the bop. Yeah. Um, I, I love the, the OG pry. Yep. Um, <clears throat> You know, I, I love those. And then obviously uh, uh, you've been doing a lot of Anna work with, um, God, I, what uh, the, you've been doing a bunch of flashlights. I can't remember the name. Yep, Mechforce. Yeah. So tell me about that. That, how did that come to be? So um, I actually had a buddy who um, kind of works with Mechforce. I, I don't think he's, I don't think he's one of the founders. I know he works with the company. Um, but he's uh-huh. kind of a distributor for them as well. Um, and he reached out to me about possibly becoming a distributor for the lights. Um, mm-hmm. With everything going on, COVID going on, um, I just couldn't shell out the funds up front to buy a bunch of them and, and sell myself. And looking back now, I wish I would have because they've done sure. very well. <clears throat> but uh, so he actually connected me with Fort Henry Custom Knives out of Tennessee. And uh, Fort Henry has been absolutely awesome to work with. So he yeah. has sent me a bunch of lights to work on. I mean, the, the faith he has in me to send me 40 lights, you know, yeah. at, at 100, $180 to $200 a piece. Um, and I've got them sitting right here in my shop next to me um, to, you know, start anodizing. I've been adding many chameleons with them. And, and I've done, I, I kind of mocked up a few different ones. I was just kind of picking out random styles to begin with to see yeah. what he thought. Um, and he went with a few different designs. So I, I think I initially started by doing a dozen of them and sending to him um, four of each of three different designs. Send mm-hmm. to him. I believe he still has maybe one of those on hand, but the other ones have sold. But the most popular has been the Splash. I think I've sold 10 Splash already. Um, oh, for sure. Which, which has been pretty awesome. I'm actually in my pile over here of stuff I need to anodize starting tonight. I've got a couple of those flashlights I'm going to anodize. I might throw a couple more just to throw on the site. And, uh, and see if, cause I've had some others asking, but, uh, so MechForce just changed the pocket clip design. So this one mm-hmm. has a straight, straight style pocket clip where the new ones go to, um, the same pocket clips, the barrel flashlights use and, and all the rest of those companies okay. use where the screws yeah. are side by side. So yeah. they've gone to that so that you can use any of your aftermarket clips that are, you know, mm-hmm. exotic materials that you have for the other lights. You can swap them onto the MechForce lights. Um, which nice. is awesome. I mean, try, trying to be more universal with it. I love the lights. They're, you know, built in, uh, they're uh, fully programmable. 
when you get them. Um, they got rechargeable batteries. You do have to buy a separate charger, but the tr- batteries uh-huh. come with it are rechargeable. Um, nice. Just a great light. I, I really wasn't sure because it's such a low price point to get into um, a custom light like this. Um, right. You, know, you look at some of the barrel lights and some of those others and how much they go for, even standard ones that are coming direct from the maker. You know, they're not uh-huh. anywhere near that 100, 180 to 200 range for full copper or full, full titanium. So I will say MechForce is no longer going to make the copper lights. So if people like copper lights, <laughs> you better get them now because they're only going to go to titanium after this. Yeah. So um, just FYI for, <laughs> for anybody that's looking for lights. I do that have some opens- copper ones here. I think I'm going to send him back to Fort Henry and he's going to, he's going to hold on to them. Nice. So. Well, titanium opens some doors for you. That lets you play around with a few more and, and uh, continue cranking out some of those, those uh, different color combos. I like seeing that. And I love the idea of throwing in like a mini uh, chugger with them. I think that's super cool. Um, yeah. You know, with, with regards to the chugger, I mean, you, you have anything, uh, plan to do any more exotics or anything crazy or is there any anything you haven't worked with that you want to i there's not <laughs> i'm trying to think of the materials i haven't done you know i've, I've done yeah so I, shoot, I, i'm probably around 30 materials if i were to guess um not including 3d printed materials that's that's just right. metals and um different things well, i know you've done I like ever, micarta ones too so yeah. like i mean yeah, you've I, the micarta, I only ever did i only ever did one run of micarta and one run in carbon fiber so if you see mm-hmm. the carbon fiber ones out there, there's not very many of them. Um, yeah. I want to say maybe I had 20 cut, and that's the only one I've ever done. Uh-huh. So so they are out there. I've done um, solid silver minis. So that's one I'd like to get back into. Yeah. I'm looking at some one troy ounce bars to do some more solid silver minis. Um, I had one person at one point, and, and this is really what got me into a lot of the exotics. So I, I don't know if you're familiar with James Ivey. Um, so he was a knife maker. He actually passed away last year. Um, but he kind of got me into some of the exotics. He's the one that supplied some of my exotic materials when I really started getting into Damascus, some things like that. He's the one that uh, talked me into doing some different things. We were in the process of doing a solid gold um, mini oh, <laughs> mini wow. chugger. And then, uh, you know, then he, uh, unfortunately, he passed away um, unexpectedly. Um, but he was wanting it for his own thing. He was going to supply the materials and we we're going to make sure we got the shavings back and all that, you know, at $1,900 an ounce or whatever it is right now. It's uh, <laughs> even the shavings are worth a lot of money. So yeah. but uh, that, that never happened, unfortunately, but that would have been a, a pretty amazing one. Oh, but, no uh, so there's been the some next, cool materials. The jewel encrusted Royal chugger. <laughs> Can I request? Yeah. So I've done, I've only ever done one superconductor. So there is one, OG size superconductor still out there. It was that large diameter um, superconductor um, uh-huh. that's, that's still out there, but it's hard to find a piece that's big enough unless it's diagonal yeah. cut to get a, even an OG chugger out of. Because, you know, a superconductor is usually only 2 to 2.25 inch round. Right. So unless you're getting one of those diagonal cuts, you're not getting a real big piece. So I, I would like to do some minis. I've never done a mini in superconductor. So I'd like to get mini some minis. Super I'm just, I'm just going to throw that right. out there. I will. Yeah. We'll take one. <laughs> I'll hook you up. I'll hook you up. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd like to do that. There, there's some other materials. I, I am going to do some more um, exotics. That's Those are the materials I love. I mean, yeah, the titanium, copper, brass, stainless, those ones are kind of my, my core chameleons. I'm yeah. actually having my first run of aluminum I've ever done. Um, that's the ones EDC okay. machining is working on. So there'll be aluminum. They're going to be anodized. So okay. Oh, that's what I was going to ask. So anod- anodization, yeah. Yep. So he does anodizing as well. So he's actually going to do that for me. 
Um, he's going to anodize them there in house and send them over. He only he lives about an hour and a half from me, um, uh-huh. so I'm hoping to get over to his shop and check some stuff out. But when I went there last time, I believe he had four machines, and I think he's probably got a dozen now. I mean, he is he has just been so busy. Um, but it's uh, so that's that's one run I have coming. How does the the strength uh how's the how's the durability on some on one of these guys that's aluminum aluminum holds up really well actually so um i compare aluminum to to probably um the copper that i have Mm -hmm. okay so and and i haven't had any issue at all with copper holding up um the only thing i the only thing i don't like about aluminum is yeah you anodize it but once that gets all scratched up i mean you've got to send it off somewhere to get stripped down and if you want to re-anodize or you tumble it you know, to get the color off. Yeah. That process is totally different, right? Very different than what I'm doing. You know, you got to use dyes. You got to use a lot of different stuff that I don't see it as something I'll probably ever get into. Cause to me, I'd rather have a titanium tool than aluminum. You're going to pay, you know, I may say double, but I'd much rather have titanium. than I can change it up myself. Um, I I don't have to worry about some of those potential durability issues. I mean, if you took one of these copper chameleons and you really grab the body and really grab on the tail, you could probably bend the tail right out, you know, but, you're at that point, you're purposely tearing something up. I've never actually ran that test, but I'm guessing right. you could probably, you know, bend, bend that tail out. Um, and you, I'm pretty sure you could do the same with aluminum. I don't see you really doing that very easily with titanium or stainless or, or even the, the brass I use from, from spectrum. It's a Marine brass. Uh-huh. It's super hard. <laughs> you know, I can stamp copper all day long or I hammer copper and then you go to hammer brass and it's a lot harder to hammer, do the hammer patterns on it than it is the copper. So it's a, uh, yeah, pretty pretty heavy duty material gearing up is sponsored by novel carry if you're not familiar with them their goal is to filter out all the noise and help you focus on getting quality gear at fair prices from really talented makers whether you're looking for knives leather goods pocket tools beads or anything edc related they've got you covered trust me i've been a customer of novel carry in the past Um, I'm a huge fan of what these guys are doing, and they mean it when they say that this is EDC for the community, EDC by the community, the maker's marketplace. These guys are crushing it. Be sure to go check them out. In fact, they've always got a monthly giveaway going on. Head over to NovelCarry.com and enter into their monthly giveaway for a chance to win some awesome gear to step up your EDC. Again, that's N-O-V-E-L-C-A-R-R-Y.com. I'm like, I'm excited again. I was excited coming into this because I knew, you know, like I said, I knew a lot of this stuff, but you know, it's been a while since we've chatted and, you know, I know you've been insanely busy and it just, it blows my mind that in addition to doing all this, you have a family and school and a full-time job like that. Just (laughs) so for those that are like, you know, what's up with this TRA guy? Why does he only do 10 at a time or whatever? You know, like, Hey, this is, uh. This is this is a little bit about Taylor that maybe you didn't know. I, I hope you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I hope that you guys learned a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and I and I try not to post much. I, I do post every now and then about kind of what's going on. I've I've made some apology posts. Hey, sorry, my my timelines have slipped. I've got so much going on, but I you know it's not an excuse. I, if I give somebody a timeline, I I expect to meet that timeline. Um, I've currently got a set of chugger uh, scalpels that should have been done over a month ago and things have just been so crazy between work and school and all that, um, that I haven't been able to get to them as an apology for that. I'm going to do some upgrades to them. I'm going to add some extra stuff in, you know, I want to make it right. But, um, 
again, that's, that, that's no excuse. I mean, that's, I, I should have had them done and, and I just haven't been able to, unfortunately. No, so but you, I'm going to make it right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think between the, the steps you take to remedy that and, and at the same time, mm-hmm. like, you know, I've talked to a bunch of people on this, uh, this platform and there are some people that this is their nine to five and they grind it out. And, and, and that's one thing, but you, yeah. you have kind of a juggling act going on with, with life and school and work and kids and family <laughs> and, and all of that stuff, you know, and, and anybody with family and, and, and a day job and all that, you know, for yeah. me, I understand hundred percent. Like, you know, some of that stuff takes priority, um, you know, and things get pushed back and that's completely understandable. I can say, I told people, Hey, if you want refunded, I'll, I'll gladly refund you. You know, this yeah. is my fault. I should have had it done. Um, and, and, so, and I have not had anybody that's been rude about it or anything like that. Everybody understands, you know, we get busy timelines slip. Um, I told, you know, I told everybody I'm gonna make it right. But I think as long as you're upfront about that and you let people know, Hey, this is what's going on. Communication oh, absolutely. is key in this industry. If you're not communicating, yeah. you're failing. I mean, it's, I, I've bought some stuff from some companies that communication was absolutely horrid and I'll never buy from oh, no them. Their, their, their things were amazing. I loved them. I still wear some of them today, but I'll never worst. buy another piece. Yeah. It's, it's just, that's not who I am. And, and, it, and it stinks to see companies or makers or whatever like that, where, mm-hmm. you know, they, they could have the best product, but if there is just an absolute lack of concern or communication or whatever, and then it just kind of turns me off to them. So I'm, I'm with you on that too. But no, I think you've always done a stand-up job at that kind of stuff. And I, you know, I I've been a, a customer many times and I will continue to do so. Yes. And I know that the folks listening will too. I mean, you know, if anything, your, your, your break from the, the game will show you that, you know, even if you needed to drop everything and leave tomorrow, you can certainly come back and we're all going to welcome you with open arms and, you know, we're going to continue to buy these sweet little bottle openers because I don't know. They're just, they're just awesome. They're, they're a part of the, pretty uh, awesome the, the community in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you've been there since the very beginning. You've been one of my biggest supporters. So I, I definitely appreciate that, man. And that, you know, I, so when I went to go through like, who should I have on, um, you coming back and, and really kicking it into high gear lately. I was like, man, I got to chat with Taylor. Like I got to have him on. And that, uh, that was a no brainer for me. So I'm glad you were able to carve out some time and, and, uh, same here on my end. Like, you know, this, this whole, this has been one of the biggest blessings of the, uh, current pandemic for me is like, I've been able to carve out some time and, and, uh, work on this and connect with some folks that I wouldn't have, uh, normally. So, it's been good. No, I mean, you've, and, uh, you've been killing it. So it's it's been pretty awesome seeing seeing some people I call friends come on your show. Rustic EDC, Adam, Adam, and uh, Hope over there. Um, Adam's about to come on for awesome. round two. Awesome, Adam. He's a good dude. I tried to meet up with him when I was in Texas, one of those one of my work trips, and it just didn't work out. Um, yeah. But really, when I first started, you know, I I talked about supporting some different things. We supported a uh, an orphanage over in Haiti, and we made uh-huh. these little Haiti. They're just kind of word coins. Years ago, I actually have one. I just realized it's been sitting on my desk in a bag. It never sold. I never, I guess I never tried to sell it. Um, but it yeah. has a little stamp where, where the orphanage is at in Haiti. But that group really started. And Adam was a big part of that group. Um, Tactile Pterodactyl Knives was in that group. From Dust Goods, um, Mark Hammer, he, he was in that group as well. And, and uh, Randy Robertson. Those were kind of the, the main four. We had a couple others yeah. that came in. 
after that, but we kind of started this group. We started doing some things and everybody started having kids and, and everybody kind yep. of went their own ways, but I still uh-huh. keep in touch with all those guys. Um, they're all great. You know, Mark's, Mark kind of took a long break. He's not doing as much metal customizing anymore. He's making his own leather goods and they're absolutely awesome. My, my yeah. watch band that I wear every day was made by Mark. Um, good dude. I've met, met up with Mark and Randy when we were down there in Florida. They both lived down in there in Florida. So we went to Disney one day uh-huh. and they came over and met me and family and we hung out at Disney World all day. You know, <laughs> just awesome. Good people. That's um, what it's all about, man. That's, I mean, that, that's exactly what it's about. It's community. And that, and this community has stepped up in some huge ways, um, not only to support me, but to support others, as I've seen. And, and things even I'm standing, you know, from the outside, people I don't even know. And I, I see people stepping in to, for people they don't know in this community and donating or or adding stuff for raffles that are going to help to to pay for when somebody passes or for somebody's medical yeah. bills they got coming or it's amazing. I mean, it really is an awesome community. And like I said, that's what it's all about. I, I, uh, I can't wait to see what you continue to do. I, uh, I don't have any other questions really, except, well, okay, let me refine. I have one more question, but it's not, it's not related necessarily, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just excited to see, uh, back grinding it out and, and obviously to see what you continue doing. But one thing that I try to ask everyone now, uh, whenever we kind of close things out, uh, I always want to know what you're excited about. Doesn't have to be everyday carry stuff. It can be. It can be chug related or not. But uh, what's mm-hmm. what's Taylor excited about right now? Oh man, I'm excited to graduate from college here in a year and a half. <laughs> That's been right? my biggest thing. I, I I don't think we said it on the show, but so I, I am going to school full time, taking 12 credits a semester. So I mean that that eats up so much of my time. I have a week off this week, which is absolutely amazing. I have like this this weight off my shoulders for a week. And then it goes right back to, um, you know, 14 weeks, <laughs> 14 weeks again for the fall semester. So it's, uh, I'm, I'm really excited to have that done. Um, another thing I'm really excited about. So, um, recently I posted a, uh, Moen works, um, knife. So it's a, uh, titanium knife with a Warren cliff blade, um, mm-hmm. made by Jerry Moen. So I, I had never really heard much about it. I had a friend kind of turned me on to him, and I uh, got one from him. I purchased one from uh-huh. him, and I anodized it myself. I actually had Jerry Moen reach out to me um, to see about doing some anodizing. So in my pile of Splash Anno over here is four sets of knife scales for Jerry Moen knives. Um, he sent me direct. I'm sending back to him. I'll reassemble. So I'm going to splash them. They're going to be hopefully epic <laughs> as they go back to him and he'll love them. And, and hopefully that'll open that new relationship with Jerry and I can, uh, I can do some more stuff with him. So Dude, I've I'm, had a blast. I'm looking at it right now. This back. is insane. Yeah. yeah his is mill pattern the, on the mongoose? Awesome. Yep. The mongoose. Dude. So it's a, this is awesome. It's an awesome size. It's a great knife. It's long. You don't realize how, how long it is really by the time you open it up. It's eight inches long. Um, yeah. blade length is three and five eight. So it, it's not a super huge blade length, but you know, I've got some, some other knives here that are just massive. I've got my, uh, I've got my knife from Hoback. It's the uh, agency uh-huh. arms collab that MK five. And it's a big knife. I mean, that, yeah. when you hold that mowing knife compared to this thing in your hand, it's so slim and small. It's awesome. I absolutely love it. It's one of my favorite knives today, but, uh, I think my favorite knife and then a buddy gifted this one to me is my tough knives. It's a fat belly switch and it is uh-huh. just super smooth. It's awesome. If any of you know, treetop Dave, he, he hooked me up with yep. it. I, when I first got back in, I, I, uh, had mentioned, Hey, I, 
I have one knife and it's taken apart right now and it, it's broken. Unfortunately, it's uh, the detent, the detent ball um, and the insert busted. I'm kind of uh-huh. working on a, a modified detent insert for it. But uh, he sent me that as just a, hey, welcome back. Here you go. Didn't ask for anything in return. You know, I've sent him some stuff as a, as a thank you. And I plan to send him some more yeah. stuff. But it was kind of right when I first got back. Um, and I absolutely love this knife. Tough knives are absolutely amazing. I'd love to get more as I start to collect again and, and start to build my collection back up. But who yeah. knows, you know, priorities, who knows if that'll happen or not, but right. <laughs> it's, uh, I, I've sold most of the things I own in the EDC community. I do still have some pretty cool stuff that was made for me back in the day from, from key bar back when they started kind of going away from key bars. I've got an awesome full aluminum EDC tray and their, uh, their quick draw pen holder and some things like that on my desk here. Yeah. But it's, uh, I'm I'm excited to get some new things as I get back into collecting, and that's that's really kind of what I'm looking forward to. Right on, man. Well, uh, listen, it has been an absolute pleasure. Uh, I look forward to to you know seeing what you what you continue to do. And um, if you guys are new around here, be sure to go follow TRA Designs on Instagram. Send him some love. Let him know where you came from. But uh, I think that's all I got for you, man. I I, I wish you and the family the best and and uh, i can't wait to talk to you again man we'll, we'll have to do this again sometime i appreciate it greg thanks for having me on brother all right man we'll talk to you later all right sounds great thanks peace <laughs>